Yes, here, but well, technically. Are you um? Are you going to admonish me for the the lateness? Uh, no, I'm fine with it, really. Okay. Don't really care. You're a grown up. You can do what you like. Mm. Dan, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you messing around? What? So there seems to be a certain amount of padding about and yeah. boxes. Yes. What is it? No, I just had to go and get my headphones. You have extra time because of Chris's lateness, and you still couldn't be bothered to prepare properly. Yes. This is exactly what I expect from you, Daniel. Oh, I know. I would hate to disappoint. Oh, well, stop it then. Okay. Right, I'll drive then if you like. Hooray! We two star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even poor man! One more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet! Hey, how are you doing, podcasts? It's episode 132 of um, what's this? Two Star Podcast is what this is. Yep. I'm here with Daniel. Hello. And Chris. Hello. But not Adam, because he has sadly become very ill. His we words. think he's dead. Well, he might be dead, and then you're going to feel really bad. I mean, we both know that's not true. But you would have cause to feel really bad. Yes. So you've had um, an illness of sorts... Graham, yeah, is that something you're willing to discuss? Yeah, well, I think I caught IBS from Alistair from Nottingham. <laughs> I'm sure okay. that's totally how it works. Well, is I... that communicable via um, Twitter messaging? Well, I don't know. But I can't think. It... Well, I imagine if you got bummed too hard, it could make your bowel irritable. But I don't know if it mm. would knock it quite into the realms of a syndrome. It would make, um, make it hurt. Right, so you, I, I've missed a couple of steps along the way here. Are you are you claiming that um, one of our listeners has IBS? Well, he, are you well, outing him as an as an IBS uh, yeah, sufferer? He's got a bad bum hole like me. Right, <laughs> but my um, has he has he diagnosed himself? Uh, uh, I don't has know. he been to a doctor? Are you just assuming that you you share some symptoms? It's none of my business. He he said that um, he it was thinks... it's, no, it's, it is his business. That's exactly my point. No, it's but now you're of... telling us. No, it's on none. A podcast. No, I said it's none of my business. Okay, it's none of my business how he got diagnosed. Suffice to say, he has bum trouble, and so do I. And I never is it had your this business much bum trouble until reveal... I met him. <laughs> Is it your business to reveal to the world that he has this trouble? Well, yeah. He shared it with me. It became public domain. <laughs> yeah, not... the Podcasting Council of Great Britain is very clear on this. Yeah. I think it's, it is totally understood that um, uh, if he uh, says something to me, it will be published for the entire world. Yeah. I think okay. we have we have an unwritten understanding about that. We had a conversation about Stuart Bags the Brand at the weekend when I posited that um, I was glad he was dead and Alistair tried to defend him, but I eventually won because I pointed out that Stuart Bags the Brand says Pacific instead of specific. That's not cool. And he, and he agreed with me that it was best for everyone that he uh, died in a ditch. Mm. I don't know who you're talking about. Should I know? Stuart Bags the Brand mm. from The Apprentice. Don't you remember him? Nope. Um, oh, the one from the Isle of Man. Uh, yeah, that's right. And um, Alistair said something about the Isle of Wight, but he meant the Isle of Man. That's <laughs> why. It, that's what he caught me off guard by saying that he brought Wi-Fi to the Isle of Wight, but it wasn't. Of course, it was the Isle of Man. Yeah. Anyway, he he died, and um, but he was the worst person who ever lived, so it was fine. Hang on, he actually died. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, no. <laughs> why is it shit? People die. Yeah, fair point. And he was a monumental bellend, so it's good that he's dead. I think he was not all bad, and I think... it's sad. No, 
Humans. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Alistair asked me the other day, how's my bum? And I said it was not too bad now, just a few liquid explosions during the week, but it seems like <laughs> it's behaving again. And then he said, I think we might both might have IBS. Okay. So I mean, Dan, that... I'm I'm all f- I'm all for some atmospheric background noises, but these have gone on quite a long time. There's an enormous I mean, amount of banging about, isn't there? Yeah, I, I mean, tried to ignore it as long as I could, but it just it just got to me. Yeah, I'm literally drinking my podcast backed um, coffee, tequila, hot chocolate. But okay, an and, and are you using way. the microphone as a coaster? No. Okay. You're just, you're just banging stuff with it every now and then, just for fun. Well, I'm not. I think I might just have a sensitive microphone. Hang on. Fine. Move the microphone. Oh, yeah, that's there. better. Yeah, fine. Yeah, well, perfect. it hasn't moved other than move the microphone. Unless you're being sarcastic, in which case, yes, of course, it's going to be better. Right. He's thrown well, we'll me there. He, he, he wins. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know how to come back from that. Has he yes. triple... Bluffed me. I don't know what he's done. I think he might have done a quadruple um, switcheroo. Right. Hit you with the okay. old switcheroony. Indeed. So, um, yeah, anyway, Adam uh, is poorly. We don't know what is wrong, but he was a bit ill. Then he had his dinner and he became very ill. And so he can't be with us tonight. He didn't go to ZZ's, did he? Well, maybe. Or maybe he he went too close to Nottingham and he caught Alistair's bad ass, like mm. I did. It's clearly a very risky scenario. Yeah, stay away from that guy. He gives you all kinds of bum trouble. I, I think it would be better be if we um, if we protected his identity in some way. Why? Um, just niceness. Well, shall I just cl- I'll clear it with him now. We could refer to him as Alex. From bum, no, no, um, bum a Alex from tying ham, no, Nottingham, no, gammon, say gammon, Nottinggammon. I think that's quite no, um, Notting, no, tying gammon, tying gammon. It's becoming quite convoluted, yeah. Let's face it, there's no way I'm going to remember that. It's better that I just ask for permission. Well, I haven't asked for permission. I've said Chris says I can't out you as having IBS on episode 132. Presumably right. you've tweeted that to him and the world at large. No, I sent, <laughs> I sent it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I put a dot in front of his name as well. <laughs> He's uh, typing a message. This is very exciting. It's tremendous, isn't it? He says, why would that be Chris's say, they're my guts? Yeah, perfect. Right. So does that mean that he wants you to say? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. going to say that you're a real dick. <laughs> I said Chris is a real dick. That's fine. I'm happy with that. As long as he's happy for you to... Have you been? Know. Are you subject to a super injunction that's now got you rattled? <laughs> um, if it was a good super injunction, I wouldn't be able to say I was party to it. Okay, would I? But that's um, all you need to say, Chris. We you understand. Can, you can cough if you have fallen foul of a super injunction. Wow, they've got him tied up really tight. He must be under a very even, strict super injunction. Can't even cough. I think that's actually a breach of your human rights. Mm. Banning you from being even coughing. So anyway, let's uh, let's do a podcast. Mm. Um, first order of business is what happened last week because I was um, doing too many poos, so I didn't uh, attend. Did I miss it was anything? very disjointed because Adam wanted to um, try Zencaster, and he didn't really explain that that's what he was doing. But we were having to swap back and forth. Um, yeah, so. Just when Dan was getting onto this really interesting theory of how you could tell if things were vegan or not, um, we were cruelly interrupted and lost yeah. our flow. Also, we didn't have anything services. to talk about. Right. Yeah. We managed to spin no content out into quite a lot of talking, which I was quite impressed with. Well, I'm glad you've got some good experience of that, because 
I'm going to call upon those particular skills <laughs> this evening. Excellent. Well, well, I mean, we got we had two big theories, didn't we, Dan? Um, your theory yeah. that um, if something was delicious, then it wouldn't be vegan. Mm-hmm. But things like taramasalata, you think they should be? Well, taramasalata is made out of fish, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the kind of thing that ought to be vegan. Oh, no, tzatziki. Sorry, tzatziki. Oh, um, sorry, yes. Tzatziki, yes. Yeah. What's that made out of? It's yogurt got yogurt in it. and cucumber. Okay. So Dan was very confused. Either, Dan was very confused. Well, I'm not confused. It's just, it's upsetting me because the world does not conform to how I think the world ought to be. Um, which happens quite a lot, as I'm sure you can imagine. But in this particular case, tzatziki seems like very worthy, very sort of... Um, Greek peasant food and all the kind of things that um, the vegans love, but it's obviously not vegan, and I feel that it it should be. You say obvious, but you you didn't know last week. You knew it had yogurt in, but you weren't sure. Well, no. It, Did you think it was vegan yogurt? I mean, you can get vegan yogurt, but I assume it's as awful as vegan cheese. So, yeah, that was Dan's theory that yeah, um, things that are quite nice are vegan, but if they're delicious, they're not. Quite nice can be vegan. And then I I had a theory of ruling things out based on their their resistance to being chewed up, which is meat. Meat is very resistant to being chewed up. And other things might offer you some um, opposition to being uh, broken into small bits and swallowed, but ultimately they yield fairly quickly. So nuts um, are tough, but they're very brittle and they shatter. And so do raw vegetables. And then cooked vegetables are just mush. Hmm. What about celery? Celery. Oh, celery does does provide a challenge snap, to the doesn't teeth, doesn't it? Mm. It, it does chew snap. It quite a lot. Meat doesn't snap. True. That's a good rule. Um, Apart from bacon. <laughs> yeah, crispy bacon can snap. Yeah. I, I've got a better rule for deciding if something is vegan or not. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's if it doesn't contain any animal products. Yeah, that's a silly rule. Yeah, I did discuss this with Dan. He didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me like that's that rule is probably serviceable. I mean, it'll do in a pinch, I suppose. Yeah. It meant Dan had to read... And pay I attention. You'd have to be present in the manufacturing process. Otherwise, how could you trust? You can't trust what labels say, can you? Well, no, That's you can. It's more that there are a lot of effort to read, and I don't want to do That's that. That's how we ended up in Brexit. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Yeah, so that was all we did. The name of the. Um... Okay. Well. Oh, and I talked we about. We discussed vegan terrorism. No, that was the uh, week before. No, no, no. That was, was here. Yeah. We. Um, God, I talked we about. Veganism twice in two weeks. I've got an update from last week. Is oh. I talked about thinking of buying a new sofa and yes. thinking of having a reclining sofa mm-hmm. and being sad that that's a thing that old people do. Uh, since then, I have been and bought a reclining sofa. Excellent. I don't. Why is it a thing that old people do? Um, old people have reclining not. chairs, don't they? Well, old people have carpet on their floor as well. I don't think it me- means it's an old person thing. Mm, reclining chairs are old, an old people thing to do. But what about the? Lazy I mean, this boys? one isn't this. This one isn't one that that rises me up. So it doesn't help me. It doesn't help me it's stand not, up. It's not motorized. It is motorized. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is motorized. Oh, then yes, oh, yeah. it, is, it is an old person's chair. Yes, fine. I thought it was like um. Like a lazy boy, like an arm that you, you can um, pull and it pops the legs up. That's well, I, tr- I tried. Acceptable. I tried a manual one, but uh, it was a, it it terrified me <laughs> because it wasn't like one with a handle. It was one where you had to find a kind of button and push the button, and it released the mechanism, and it it um it kind of shoots your legs up in the air, like on an aeroplane. No, well, the button bit was, but then I. Stop paying attention to the rest of the sentence. I realised that that's not like on an aeroplane. No, it was, but but it was too too horrible. But the motorised ones are lovely. Well, I imagine it's quite slow. Is it quite slow? Um, it doesn't rush me. No, it's fine. Okay. 
So I think the issue then um, is that that's what makes it an old person thing. I think if yeah. you can, I don't know the. You need to turbocharge the motor somehow, and then it won't be an old person's chair. It doesn't need to make it any faster. Just the sheer act of turbocharging some something should um, yeah should counteract. The I don't really ah. know what turbocharging means. I mean, there's no exhaust gases on a chair, so there is there is a thing that makes it less of an old person's thing, and that is that it has a USB charger built in. That's pretty okay, cool. That's quite useful. Yeah. But what for charging your devices? Charging my devices, yes. So you have to plug the. Oh, but you have to plug the thing in anyway, don't you? Because of. Because of the motorized. Motors, I see, yeah. Yes. So where the um the little up down buttons are, there is a little USB hmm. plug built into that. Does it have one of those sort of lacy um head cover bits that go behind your head to stop your your hair making a mess on the? No, I could I could get one though. That would make it more of an old person chair. I paid for extra um an extra warranty, which I never normally do. So when what you have visit you got Well, I don't know, but I thought it would be very sad if the motor broke. Yeah. And I couldn't fix it. And I'd have to help you get your money's worth. Yeah. So when you visit, you by Smash all means can drink red wine. Uh, with with uh, impunity near well, the chair. I don't think I'd want to, but I could drink some horrible purple pre-mixed cocktail. <laughs> I have a good track record of uh, of making mess on your your items with that. Well, it wasn't really my items, was it? It was my my parents' quite new carpet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. In my defence, uh, you did let me in your house. Yeah. I think the worst thing with that is that um, you you spilt it, yeah. you realised you'd spilt it, and then you just picked the bottle up and didn't say anything. I panicked. Like, and I froze. Um, <laughs> if I hadn't have noticed, it would have just been there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not proud of myself, but I, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't handle the, ten- the, <laughs> the pressure of the situation. You panicked. And I, yeah, uh, yeah I know I did the wrong thing. Um, and it's something I live with every day. But the thing is, is that you don't need to worry about that for the first five years of this chair. Brilliant. Is so that can, you can spill things on it. I could um, just sit there with no pants on with my with my bad bottom. <laughs> Any remnants <laughs> would be... It's all fine. It's all covered by the warranty. Wouldn't you worry that you'd get some of your bad bottom stuff like trapped in the mechanism or in the faults? It's not my mechanism. Uh, the mechanism is insured as well. Yeah. And the frame. He's thought of everything. Yeah. Mm, clever. <laughs> and so, there's a little disable button. So they said if children come round and you don't want them fiddling with the mechanism, uh, you can just press this and it won't work. I can do that when you visit. Well, I will override it. I'm going to hack into it. Has it got Wi-Fi? No. That's disappointing. It is disappointing it's not an Internet of Things chair, isn't it? Yeah, I just assumed... I thought all chairs would now have Wi-Fi. I didn't, I didn't think you'd I be able like to the idea of it wasn't. The, the chair posting to Twitter every time Chris sort of reclines or gets back up again. It yeah. can analyse my bum and tell me what's wrong. Yeah. That's more the job of a toilet, I suppose. Or a Billy Bumpot, as they're known. I mean, I like the idea it could get hacked and that you'd be sitting there quite happily and suddenly, suddenly someone reclines you. Very, very slowly. Yeah, but if you if you turbocharge it, they could launch you out of the living room window. Mm. Yeah, which would be hilarious and worth it. I suppose that's as as much an argument for not turbocharging it as anything, which is mm. what I want to steer you away from. So um, that's the chair update. I bought a yeah. chair. Yeah, and some some curtains updates. Um, I put some curtains up. Yeah. Why? How did you know? Well, you put it in the Google Doc to talk about. Did I? Oh, I forgot about that. It said I put curtain up, um, wires. Yeah, I put up some uh, net curtains because for the last 14 years, whenever it gets to this time of year, right the way through the summer, at about six o'clock, we have to shut the proper curtains because the sun comes in really brightly and it's horrible. Hmm. And... We have known we've needed a solution, but we have ummed and over 
what that solution should be. Move house. And that's one option. Rotate I finally house. I finally took the extreme measure of spending fifteen pounds and fifteen P on all of the equipment I needed to install um some simple net curtains. That is more of an old person purchase than your um mobility sofa. Well they're not lacy. Like they're quite they're quite straightforward. Mm. Yeah, but even so. Not sure but do you helps. know how curtain wire works? Uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you and say that I don't even know. I've never even heard of curtain wire as a thing. Well, I I knew it existed, and well, I knew what is that, curtain wire. Um, well, it's wire that you put curtains on. Why? But, Why would you so so that they um stay up? No, you put it on the runner thingy. If you have a runner, yes, but Why not. Would you you not don't have always a have a runner. We just maybe maybe. That's your main curtain, and you need something smaller for your frilly lace curtains. No, that would I wouldn't stand for that. But the thing is, is curtain wire is amazing because it's stretchy, and you can you screw um, uh, an eyelet into the end, and it's the inside of it is this really big long spring, right? Which mm. means that you can screw the eyelet into the end because the inside of the spring is effectively um, like the uh, like the thread the thread yeah I see. and then you cut it to whatever length you want and screw in the other end it's amazing okay I mean yeah I don't know who invented it but they were were geniuses genii. do you think they were recognised in their own lifetime or do you think they I died like we're... penniless I think their name was Mr. Cuth- Cuthbert Betts Curtain Wire, hence the name, but I could be wrong. Shall we find out who the curtain wire inventor was? Yeah, okay, Daniel, do. I permit you to, to use your keyboard. No, no, Chris can do it. I'll, I'll oh. do it. Okay. Are you looking on the dark oh. web? Or the light web? Um, The light web so far. Okay, well then... I can't it's directed me to somebody called... Um. Oh no, that's the curtain rod. Oh, who gives so a there fuck was somebody called the curtain rod? It's just a pole, isn't it? Yeah, mm. any dickhead could come up with that. <laughs> well, somebody has a patent for it. That's really? insane. In filed on August the thirtieth, eighteen ninety-two, it was Samuel Raymond Scottron. He well, at least he had pr- to live through having a silly name all his life. Yeah. Do uh, patents expire? Yes. Well, it must be expired by now, then. Oh, yeah, totally. So we can go and start making curtain rods, and there's not a fucking thing he can do. Well, he's also probably dead, so, you know. Well. But curtain wire is more amazing. Yes. But I'm trying to think of it... something else, but I, I'm sure I've experienced something else that's like that, but I can't think what it would have been. Not, I, like I don't know. Thing that I could screw stuff into. I'm sure. I've, I'm sure I've come across that, but I can't think where. Maybe our mm. listeners could write in and tell us where we've come across springy things that you can screw stuff into. I mean, I, I, I don't know where you would come into contact with that. Well, but I have, and I've never put up net curtains because I'm not in my eighties. Yeah. So, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I don't think it's an extreme thing to do. Well, no. I mean, it's not extreme, but I mean, it is the beginning of the end, isn't it? But now, at six o'clock, I can just pull my lace curtains over and yeah. continue to watch Have television. Have a nice glass of Horlicks no, you should, in uh, the you slightly diffused light. No, it's you lovely. should just squint like a young person. Yeah. We'll just wear sunglasses indoors. Yes. No, the like sun clumsy. came in so powerfully that you couldn't see the television because it shone onto the television. That is annoying. Move the television. And in people's yeah. eyes. And tell them to move their eyes. It fills the whole room. It's awful. You're sounding pretty old here, Chris. You could have really? built a very large wall across the road. 
that that was my that was another plan I had as planting a tree mm. um, in my garden. That's, that's the quite, long game. <laughs> it's the long game, yeah. Mm. The, these lace yeah. curtains are um, just there as a as a sticking plaster solution whilst my um, yeah. tree grows. I think you actually planted a tree. No, no, not yet. Yeah, definitely yeah, making I think, I think you're just going to end up using the the net curtains forever. Probably. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's how everybody gets net curtains put up. Yeah, he'll probably grow into them, and by that I mean he'll grow old, very, mm, very maybe, old, yeah. very fast, like one I of those people from Indiana there. Jones. I think oh, I'm more yeah, than halfway. Isn't it? Um, I suppose. Yeah, when is old begin? Well, it's quite late these days. I think like sixty. 65, 70? Yeah, I would support that. But so, so you yeah, are, he's pretty I mean, much halfway. You're basically halfway there, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. A little, little bit over. Mm. That's fine. You're now, um, you're now, well, you and me both, we're now twice as old as when we started drinking properly in pubs. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a horrifying thought, isn't it? Mm. On the other hand, it does mean we've been drinking for half our lives, which is pretty great. Well, I was Not drinking for before that, wasn't? Weren't we? Well, I was. We didn't really go to pubs though properly, did we? No, no we sat in parks. We didn't yeah. even do that that often, did we? Because Richard bought gin when we were seventeen, and nobody liked it then because we were so young and foolish. I think and... also it was pretty shit gin, and there wasn't much tonic or anything. Well, there was no tonic. We just passed the bottle around and swag, yeah. sw- swag, swagged, sweet, <laughs> swag, swanged, swoogled. Indeed. Right, let's do some content then, Dan. Yes. Um, as much as it pains me to ask, uh, would you like to review some April Fool's jokes? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I'm. I sort of I saw one article about April Fools and I thought, oh my god, that could actually be podcast content. Whatever will they think when I turn up with actual content? And I thought you'd be really impressed. And then mm. I looked through some of the jokes and they were just so awful. Yes. That I'm not I mean, actually that enthusiastic about this. Every April's Fool joke anyone has ever played has been total horseshit. I think maybe someone played a good one once, which is why everyone else keeps doing it. No, I don't think that's true. There was there was the uh, Tomorrow's World one where they had the spaghetti trees. Yeah, that was shit. That's, well, I think yeah. it was quite it's successful. It's very Tomorrow's World thing. Well, I didn't say it wasn't successful, but it was shit. Yeah. And they also did another one um, that I watched where they, they had a... Um, they were talking about the microwave and how mm. that was... That was um, that was a good thing that they'd known about for a while, and they said, "Well, now people are working on the other technology to make things cold really quickly." Yeah. Um, and uh, they made like um, ice lollies mm. really quickly. They put it in a thing like a microwave, and then they pressed a button, and then five minutes later, it came out and it was frozen. And I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, "Oh, that's clever." That's yeah. the thing we can do in the future. Mm. Um, and it was only later that I realised it was an April Fool's joke. Yeah, I don't think that's a good joke, though. I think all that does is serve to highlight how shit science is because they haven't actually been able to do that. And that is a logical thing that should exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, is, it's exactly the thing that would be on Tomorrow's World. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I so I think that just means that you're going to end up questioning everything they ever said because how can you trust a word they say if they're presenting that as a as a funny joke? Mm. When actually, so I mean, Dan, have you have you seen a good April Fool's joke? So there was one half decent one, one vaguely sweet one, and a bunch of shit. So the one half decent one was the European Parliament. Um, claiming that it was going to turn European passports blue, which I thought it was. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty hilarious yeah. trolling, right? Um, but they literally just did a tweet about it and then ignored it. They didn't which I think, again, is the appropriate amount of effort to put into an April Fool's joke. Well, um, I suppose, yeah. The one vaguely sweet one was that uh, the BBC 
uh, claimed that they were going to start a kids' TV news program with a dog as a presenter, which they they did it all like they they actually got a dog, they dressed it up, they did some little subtitles for him and everything. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, this really cute dog! We should actually do that." Not that funny. I think they but... should they should grow the fuck up. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then in the shit shit jokes. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted that Tesla had gone bankrupt. Um, yeah, that was very shit. That was very shit. Uh, I think and, uh, funnier, I mean, they, they uh, actually did post record losses, didn't they? Yeah. I think a funnier April Fool joke would be that he was like paying his staff um, a living wage or something like that. Exactly. That would um, be funnier because everyone would go, ha, good one. Of course yes, you're not. No one would believe that. Yeah. Um, Coke's one was meh. They uh, they claimed they were going to release sourdough flavor Coke, avocado flavor Coke, and charcoal flavor Coke. Which Jesus Christ, whatever. Coke release shitty flavors every so often. Fair enough. Um, West Yorkshire Police had a cute little tweet where they showed off the police bunny they'd hired. That was a decent Photoshop, and the bunny was quite cute. Um, some random streaming channel um, had a um, American accent. American British accent switcher, which was basically just a bunch of British TV shows with uh, American accents occasionally dubbed over the top of it. I hope everybody responsible for those gets Crohn's disease. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there were a couple where people actually got the amount of shit that they deserved. So um, there was a reality TV couple who um, I think aren't even famous by the standards of reality TV couples. Uh, they basically pretended she was pregnant and then got a heaping dose of justified shit from, you know, huge amounts of people who'd like have difficulty getting pregnant or what have you, um, and then desperately tried to walk it back. Um, and then a mayor of a town in France thought that it would be a great idea to April Fool's tweet out that there was a new IKEA opening in the town that was going to create like 4,000 jobs. <laughs> and everyone got super excited and then really, really angry when it turned out he was just joking. Um, mm. And he's now in a tremendous amount of trouble for it. Good. So, um, yeah, no, I, I wanted to like April Fool's when I started doing research for this. And I just got more and more and more depressed. And it's shit. I did see a suggestion of, um, because it was fell on Easter, that you could um, you could do things to the Easter eggs for your children. Um like put Brussels sprouts in them, things like that. Mm. And I liked that. I thought that is a good trick to play on a child. Um, but but, but then I don't know if anybody actually did it. Do it though. I think you should just do that all days. Mm. But then maybe it just then creates problems. Yeah, not your problems. Their no, problems. But, but maybe your children becomes more unruly. Then, uh, no, not if you're pranking them properly. Okay. If you're doing something that really like breaks them down and makes them feel um, ashamed, and they'll just sort of <laughs> they'll become listless and they won't be able to muster the energy to rebel. Okay, I mean that's enough. a good parenting tip, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you've got life goals, you've got life goals, and um, driving all the energy and spirit out of your children is a perfectly legitimate one. Yeah, it just saves a lot of time and hassle in the long run, really. Yeah, well, I mean, the world's going to crush him anyway. So, whips. yeah, I, I, I think that 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 is one of the few incentives for having children in your house is that you could play tricks on them. Yeah, I mean, you got to um, you got to make your uh, get your kicks. Where the you best can. of a bad job. Think, exactly. oh, this 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 house is now infested with children. Yeah, I've basically <laughs> ruined my life. I might as well get a glimmer of uh, amusement out of this. Situation. Tricking them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I had the same thing when I lived with a Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very similar, in fact, to owning children is living with a Welsh person, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, the other Constant advantage is that you've got somebody questions. to somebody to play games with. Mm. Yeah, it does depend on the game, though. Mm. I mean, I do have literally the entire internet to play games with, so... Well, you can't play Twister with the internet, Daniel. God no, knows you've tried. Me. But I, I pretty much can't play Twister anyway, so... You also can't play Twister with my children. <laughs> <laughs> Can my children have their Christmas present, please? 
Um, yes. Oh, okay. Daniel, they they won't fit them anymore. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to have to replace their clothes. And Daniel, I think I think maybe the the cute little kittens might be dead by now. <laughs> oh, well, my I kids are getting really kittens. cold because they've Please got no stop. clothes. Because I I knew I had these in the bank. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm sorry for developmentally disabling your children. Um, That's fine. I was doing it already. Yeah, I, I got that impression. Um, I consider it like a Christmas gift to deprive them of clothing for three months. That learn yeah. how the world really is. Okay. So that that's the end of your Easter section, is it, Daniel? Uh, yes. Hmm. Did you have a nice Easter? I had a lovely Easter. Oh, I do have one other small Easter item, um, and it's trivial, not very funny. But everyone always raves about how immediately after Easter they can go out and buy all these discounted Easter eggs. I can't I find that I've ever heard anyone mention that. Really? I think that supermarkets are much better at controlling stock levels, and mm. they tend to sell them very cheap even before Easter. Yeah. So you don't get the really big reductions like you used to. And they send them to food banks instead of stupid stuff like um, vegetables. Uh, and uh, healthy things. In that case, I can't be too disappointed if that means that people... Bung a load of Easter eggs up you, or down you, I suppose. Either Mm. way, it's not none of my business. you know, people that need food banks also need Easter eggs, so uh, that's fair, I'm not annoyed anymore. I I was staying in a hotel, and they left um, some little uh, Easter eggs on our pillow. Yeah, lovely. Uh, Why were you staying in a hotel? We had a little holiday in Dartmoor. Dartmoor's very close to where you live. You could have just gone home. Well, yeah, but we um, we did several several day trips out, back to back, and stayed Chris, somewhere else. Have you been committed to Dartmoor for doing some naughtiness? No, no. I think he was fucking. We uh, we went on a railway, steam railway. Oh, were you with Michael Portillo? <laughs> no, no, you were on, on a dirty weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that all Chris is genuinely very oh, old God. at this point. It would have um... net curtains, steam railway, um, yeah. getting bummed by Michael Portillo. Yeah, catching the, IBS. That and and the reclining chair that doesn't go very fast. Chris is basically geriatric. Well, it's a two it's a two seater um, reclining chair. So I have got a guest spot for Michael Portillo should he come round. Can you um, and wish to be reclined? Can you recline the the sides independently? You can. So he could be sitting up and you could be lying back, and you could just sort of accidentally roll here. You'd have to rotate the mo- the mechanism, but you could like tip him up until he rolled onto you. <laughs> <laughs> and just claim it as an unfortunate accident. I think it's worth doing. Yeah. Have you uh, have you been to the pencil museum in Keswick? No, that's not in Dartmoor. No, but it's the sort of bullshit place that you'd like. <laughs> that's a little bit harsh. Steam trains are cool. No, I went to the National Rail Museum in York the other week, and it was total crap. Well, um, I think it's very good, but, yeah, but it's not as much fun as trains. It's not as much fun as trains that work, is it? No, going on an actual train, uh, an actual steam train, I, I grant you, is quite fun. Yeah. I suppose. And they make little noises, don't they? Big noises. Yeah, big noises are better. Little noises yeah. are, are rubbish. Well, I make a big noise, but far away, so you yeah. know they're coming, and you hear the whistle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to blow the whistle on a steam train. I've blown the horn on a modern train. It's tremendous. Really? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you could vol- you could start volunteering at a preserved steam line, couldn't mm, you? And work your yeah. way up. Don't. When you started, you'd be the you'd be the boy that did the sweeping or something. No, I wouldn't want to do that. Slowly work your way up until they let you blow the whistle. No, I would falsify a CV and go in at the. I can't go in at blowing the whistle level, obviously, but maybe I could like shovel coal onto the fire. Well, isn't that what your children are for? You could just claim that your children are really interested. Get yeah. them to do the sweeping and stuff. Um, yeah. And then when you turn up to pick them up, you know, ask if you can have a go on the horn or something. No, they, they wouldn't could, allow that. You, they, that's anarchy. 
They wouldn't just let the parents of feral children blow the whistle on a train. They might. Of course not. If you promise to take your children back and not just leave them there, they might. No, they, they would never allow that. Hmm. I've got three alternative suggestions to volunteering. Okay. Uh, one is you pay to go on a steam train driving course. Okay, how much would that cost? Uh, several hundred pounds. No, I don't want to spend several hundred pounds. Okay. Um, the other option, like Daniel says, is you, you could kind of trick them into making making them think that it was your children that were interested in doing mm. it. Yeah. Um, and, and you could get them to say a script. It's all... Oh, Please, Daddy, I'd like to see the whistle. I'd Please like you to Please let me blow the it. whistle. Daddy says he'll stop hitting us if we <laughs> just get to blow a whistle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The yeah. the third one is you go to a preserved steam line Break and in. uh you just you just wait on the platform until you until you think that there's a moment that there's a chance you can get on the footplate mm. and then then blow the whistle. I think um anybody volunteering at a preserved steam line would not be able to fight me off if I was determined to blow that whistle. Well, yeah. you say that, but there's clearly a few of them that have done all the shoveling of coal. Yeah, they'll be tired. They'll be too tired. I'll be able, <laughs> okay, to, I'll no, be able to push them off. Yeah. I'm not going to do it before they start shoveling the coal. That would be mental. No, that's true. Alternatively, I could buy one from eBay for £11. That's what, not... A steam train? No, a steam <laughs> whistle. Oh, right, fine. Don't you need a steam train to make it work? Well, I just need steam. I could attach it to the kettle. Oh, okay. Why don't you just get a get a kettle that you know a hob kettle that a whistly whistles. kettle? Yeah. I tried to buy one for the office, and uh, everybody argued with me until I just didn't. <laughs> but that would have been tremendous. Consulting people about your decision. I didn't consult them. I just said, "Oh, this is brilliant! You can get an electric kettle with a whistle. I'm going to buy one." And they said, "No." Get a silent kettle, please. <laughs> We're trying to work in here. Again, Graham, you, you work from home. No, I don't anymore. No? Well, I, I go into the office three days a week now. Oh, shit. So I'm very it's important. Awful. Oh, it's all right. I, uh, today I had to tell off a 57-year-old man because he fell asleep at his desk. <laughs> Fucking hell. Come on. That, I don't quite know how I deal with that. Yeah. How um how did he fall asleep at his desk? Well, he just went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he kind of did he lean forward on the well, desk? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there when it happened. It was reported to me, and I had to have an informal chat with him about it. Oh dear, informal so he, chats. Come on. Well, I, as I understand it, he just sort of nodded off, and okay. he was holding a tablet, and it fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. What kind of tablet? Uh, like a like an engineer's. Big tablet that you can drop, so it wasn't a problem. Okay, not like a wax tablet. Or not? not I, I was thinking like a medicine tablet. Oh, I see. Like, right, no, not a pill. Like, um, like uh, Pro <laughs> Plus, like a narcolepsy tablet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. How did you? How did you discipline him? I just went in and said, "Fucking hell, mate! Sort yourself out. You're a fucking disgrace." Right. How did I you didn't... really do it? I said. Uh, just uh, well, I tried not to look embarrassed because I felt that might undermine me. Um, <laughs> but I just sort of said, "I just had a couple of reports um, that that you were nodding off a little bit. Is everything all right?" And just sort of made out like I was concerned instead of just I don't know, just exasperated. That is that is clever. That's yeah. a good way to go. But it wasn't. He just said, "Oh no, I was just tired." Like, well. Do you, do you want to not then? But it was a, it was an informal. It was just more like, come on, mate. I'm aware of this. Let's not be falling asleep at work, eh? Mm. I hope he uh, never listens to this because he's he's quite big and he might kill me. Is he uh, Japanese? No, worse. Oh, Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> because does he have a massive two-handed claymore at his desk? Uh, I don't know. That many people have that. Well, but he's Scottish. Oh, so a, it's in. It's oh, interesting. A, a two-handed sword. Okay, right. I thought it was like a mine. Oh, it's that too. But um, okay, that's less likely. But also, um, no, he has neither. 
a mine or a big sword. Does he wear a kilt? Uh, not that I've seen. How can you be sure he's Scottish? Because he sounds Scottish. Okay. And, um, but I'm, I <laughs> are, you, are you I, sure he's not South African? <laughs> do you know, I was trying to record the South African man because he was in our office the other week. But every time I pressed record on my phone, other people started talking instead. I was going to do a little quiz and say, what accent is this? But then I thought, well, no, because you'll see it coming and you'll just say, it's very clearly South African. So I decided it was pointless. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said Scotch. Um, the, the reason I asked if he was Japanese is because within Japanese culture, you, you are encouraged to fall asleep at your desk. And it's a sign that you are working hard if you are so exhausted that you have to have a little nap. I see. Um, now, with the Scotch, I'm not sure if that is something within their culture. Mm. Um, but maybe he's just done a load of heroin at lunchtime, oh, and, <laughs> which which is part of his culture. Yeah. And it's oh, yeah, quite yeah. insensitive of you to... Um, to challenge him on that. I suppose it is, really, yeah. He drinks Iron Brew every day. There you are. He is a stereotype. Yeah. I'm worried he might have a skin do. A what? Is that what they're called? A skin. A, a foreskin. Skin. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> I can't have it. <laughs> I've made everybody, get, yeah, I made everybody else get circumcised as oh. soon as I had any power, and but I'm, I'm too scared to tell him. No, what's the knife that a Scotsman has to draw the blood of an Englishman if he gets it out? I'm sure that's called a skin do. You might be right, it does ring a bell. I don't even know how you'd spell that to search on the... Scottish knife, I guess. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I... Okay, let's see if you can guess how to spell skin do. S-K-I-N-D-O-O? No, I think that's a very obvious one. Skin do, perhaps. S C E A N. Okay, so um. S K I. No. S K E I N. No, right, can I have a second hurdle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um. S H. No. S C. No. S P. Come on! Don't be silly. I have literally no idea. It is S G I A N hyphen D U B H. Fair enough. Would not have guessed that in quite so some it's, time. It's the knife that they tuck into their sock. Um, yeah. And the the rule is, if they ever draw it, they have to draw the blood of an Englishman before they can put it back. Okay. Can they just leave it on the side until? I, yeah, I think convenient? so. I don't think there's a time limit on that. Right. Have you ever had to like um, offer a Scot your arm just so they can like make a quick nick and? Um... No, because they would immediately start trying to find a vein just out of uh, muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, I think it's okay to be racist against the Scotch. I think. I mean, Adam isn't here, so it's sort of his fault. Yeah, yes, that's we, true. we haven't got yeah. our supervising adult here, so yeah. What can you expect? So, if I buy this um, steam whistle, which inexplicably, I found another one, and it, and it is inexplicably photographed next to a tin of Heinz vegetable soup. <laughs> I do you guess, get the, the... I guess it must be for scale. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, do you get the tin of soup? I don't know. Um, it doesn't specifically say I don't. Yeah. I can ask the question. How do you ask questions on eBay? Uh, is message the seller? I want to say. No, contact seller. Is That's that the one. Is that the one though? Because they can adopt your questions into the into their listing if it's a good question that gets asked a lot, which it must be. Yeah. What is your question going to be? Does this does, make the same noise as a steam train? No, it will be. Does the soup come with the whistle? <laughs> okay. Here we go. Details about the item. No, that's not the. Uh, he list. Uh, excuse me. Uh, he it list. He listed as new. You don't 
there haven't been any new steam whistles for a hundred years. Mm. Hello, NATO twenty four hundred. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I, I'd be careful about that. I suspect he's probably. No, I don't know. NATO is is international. He might not be a skinhead. Is the Heinz vegetable soup included with the item? I'm not very keen on vegetable. Could I request a different flavour? I think that's diplomatic and appropriate. Vegetable soup is just... I mean, it's its just so unimaginative, isn't it? Yeah. What's your favourite soup, Dan? I am very partial to lentil and smoked bacon. Ooh, that was a curveball. I did not expect you to say that. Oh, what were you expecting? I don't know, something, something shit like... Um, Leek and potato or something. Oh, that's terrible. Do I, meat in. I do actually quite like leek and potato soup, to be fair. Yeah, I like pea and ham. Pea and ham is very good, yes. It's good soup. Chris, do you want, to, do you want in on this, this brilliant yeah, chat we're having? Um, spicy bean soup. Spicy bean Ooh, soup. Controversial, particularly in an office context. Yes, lots of potential for um, horrendous guffing. Hmm. But I dare say not until you got home. How can I search for a seller on eBay? Um, I'd like to um, start a bidding war with you. Okay, well, just (laughs) search for Steam Whistle, and it's the second one. Yeah, I'm on to you, yeah. I think maybe you could ask about the soup as well. Oh, mine comes... It's the top top result for me. £90! Yes. Yeah, I'm not paying £90 for a can of soup. Even Why if it are does there come with a free whistle. But there's there's I'm confused by this because there's the soup's in the middle and then yeah. there's a thing either side. Yeah. Are they both are you buying both of those things? Well, I don't know. I have no idea. There's no way of knowing unless the seller oh, responds. One, I mean they look like they're the, almost the same thing, but the one on the left is smaller. Hmm. Maybe it's so it goes. Mm. They start chiming around 35 PSI. I don't think I could blow at 35 PSI. It can take well over 100 PSI, so it's ideal for locos, HGV trucks, etc. on air. But on live stream, the PSI could be quite a bit lower. It's the same price for a 3 and 4 chimes, a quarter pipe, 4 chimes, and 316 pipe for 3 chimes. You can buy a steam engine for... Well, there's one for £312. Mm, that's more than I would want to spend on a steam engine. Hmm. Hmm. Um, if you're going to buy a whistle, I mean, you might as well get the steam thing as well. I suppose this steam no engine of, uh... comes with a bottle of... Um, uh, a bottle Peach. of cider next oh, to it. Tremendous. Presumably a, a free gift. Well, you'd have to ask the seller, wouldn't you? It's Morrison's. Morrison's own band, brand oh, cider. I can't imagine that's good quality. Maybe I'm unfairly impugning Morrison's. Maybe it's delicious. Mm. I mean, no cider is delicious, is it? It just it serves a purpose. Uh, I, I quite like cider. Nope. Well, I do. No, you don't. Yeah. You like getting absolutely battered on cider. I like cider except when it removes all the moisture from the top half of your body and makes your eyes go very, very small. I, a bigger problem with cider is when it um, it removes all of the moisture from your body through your bum. <laughs> yeah, that's less. <laughs> that's that's a slower process though than just taking a massive sip. Thank goodness. Mm. Well, not for me now. I caught fucking IBS off stupid Alistair. <laughs> right. So you're not going to buy a steam train? No, I'm not going to buy a steam train. I'm not going to buy where a steam I... whistle? No. Where would I put it? Well, on your car? I suppose I could put it on my car, yes. You I could put just it in attach your exhaust. It... Yeah, just attach the exhaust <laughs> so it whistles everywhere I go. That'd be terrific. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to wrap this up because um, I mean, we haven't had any content for the last 40 or so minutes. Um, 
But I didn't also, ask you how your Easter was. Um, absolutely dreadful. Oh, that's a shame. It was no, it was uh, unremarkable, which is mm. in a way what you want from Easter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Nobody rose from the dead, so <laughs> on one hand, that you know, that's disappointing. But on the other hand, you never quite know who's going to rise from the dead, and it could have been somebody dreadful. So yeah, I think it's safest just to just to let sleeping dogs lie, as it were. Be- before we go, I would like to talk to you about this ridiculous suggestion that the British version of Friends hmm. was Friends oh, because everybody watched it. He's lost the I fucking plot. I don't know what he's playing out with that. I, I mean, that's a, it's just ridiculous. It's just such it? a... Even to be contrary, that is a ridiculous thing to say. It just—I uh, I wasn't even going to dignify it with a response, to be honest. But it is such a stupid thing to say that I think he has to move out of his house immediately because he doesn't deserve to own a home. I'm going to tell his mortgage company <laughs> yeah. what he said, and they will say, "Yes, you are right. This man is too stupid. He must be made homeless immediately as punishment." That's why eighty percent of people on the streets are homeless. Because they said no. something really stupid and their mortgage company mm. kicked them out of their house. It's a little known fact. Oh, Dan, you're you're going to have to be very careful when you <laughs> yeah. choose a mortgage company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I'm suffering from that already. So, uh, you know, it, there'll be someone out there corrupt and stupid enough to lend to me. I'm quite sure. It's just a matter of finding them. Well, um, I can lend you some money if you're a bit short. I mean, 20 quid? Is that what you're after? Uh, I think houses cost a bit more than that these days, unfortunately. Yeah, in, in stupid London, move up north, mate. Yeah, I probably should at some point. Yeah, but I like stupid London. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. Can you think of, of uh, an example that that makes this Friends is the British Friends really, really draws it out? Both of you keep fucking going on about how great Friends is. <laughs> That's because it's terrific. <laughs> but you never do that for men behaving badly or coupling. No, because uh, we don't need to. Everyone knows, but we're not trying to convert anyone to those. Hmm. Good answer. Yeah. Thank you. Um, oh yes, I I remember there was some content. Um, we need oh, to shit. all start snorting condoms. Sorry, what? <laughs> so Dan doesn't latest... know about this. Oh, okay. It's the latest Obviously. craze. So you know how everybody was eating Tide Pods because it was a really cool thing to do. Yes. Um, and we didn't jump on... I mean, we couldn't have eaten Tide Pods because they don't exist in this country, but we could have eaten an aerial liquid tab, but we didn't. We missed out. We missed the boat on that terrific um, trend. So what we need to do now is the latest thing that all the cool kids and the YouTubers and whatnot are doing is you snort a condom up your nose, uh, then cough it out of your throat and pull it into your mouth. I know someone who used to do that as a party trick, and I can't remember who it is. With a condom? Yeah. Right. So we need to get on this, and we need to make a really wicked video um, where we do it, and then we'll go viral, and the final step is profit. I mean, I I just think it would make you feel really sick. But it might scrape out all all the, like, shitty mucus and stuff that's stuck back there that makes you feel awful. I mean... What? Why? Why a condom? Is it Why because not? it's? Is it because it? Um, it's because of the material it's made of, it, it, it it's easier to inhale it through your nose. Uh, yeah, and also um, reduces the risk of STIs. Right. Okay. You should know this by now, Chris. I mean, I um, I just. I, I don't know what to say. I mean... Just say you'll do it. Just say, I'm in. <laughs> I, I'm i not in. Oh, right. Okay, well, I think that's plenty for all of us. So, so. Uh, goodbye, Daniel. Hey, wait, Hello. I thought we, we are the American version of Two Star Podcast. We are also because... the, the Bulgarian version. Oh, no, because yeah. we have an American. Well, yeah. Yeah, because this true. is the this is the two this everybody listens to it, don't they? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, the so kind of dumb shit that it's uh, that David logic. We are the American yeah. version of two star podcast. Yeah, 
That is that is literally how stupid that statement was. Yeah, but how, but I do like the idea of being an American version of a show. Well, how about next week we do an American ex- episode and we do a USA special? Ah, I've been working on a Mexican accent, which we could uh, we could work into it somehow. We could uh, make a skit. Yes, that sounds great. Brilliant. Okay, so thank you for your time, Chris. That's fine. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. You're welcome for that opportunity. And uh, this episode is dedicated to the memory of Stuart Bags the Brand. Um, And tune in again next week for more potty fun. I love you. Bye!